Welcome guys to the Great Break Podcast, the podcast you don't want to hear. And we are here back again with an amazing entrepreneur. Her name is Gail Nowak. She is the creator of Sage Sensation Retreat. She's also a certified sourced trademark leader, which I'm not sure about. We're going to get into that um, and, and really see what she's what she's doing here in the world to bring consciousness to our planet. She's working as a transformational visibility coach and she's guiding the next wave of healers, the light workers, the new earth leaders to expand their visibility and the impact of their mission as they create a life from their soul calling here on the planet. So welcome guys, as you guys know, this great, great podcast is all about breaking the mind. And that's why we got Gail on here today. So that was the intro. Let's, let's get right into it, Gail. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation today. So am I. So am I, especially about when when I was looking at the, we we're organizing the outline and everything. I was like, oh, a trademark leader. And I, I come from a business background. And so I've kind of went all mystical. And so I've been bridging that. And that's, that's, is that basically what you're doing with with the work that you're doing right now? Yeah. So, so sourced, I'm a sourced certified leader and, and retreat master. So, um, so the trade, the trademark on source is that this is, was through my coach. Um, and so that's her, her she's coined. That's the name of her business is sourced. Uh, and so the concept of source being sourced, living sourced, leading sourced is really all about this consciousness piece. Um, we we get lots of conditioning growing up, right? We have our trauma, we have our our ancestral patterns, we have our basically essentially our default way of being in the world, right? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. This is usually, you know, patterns that we pick up in order to survive. And then we carry them into the present, even when we don't need them. Right. And so coming to business from a place of that awareness of like, oh, are we showing up in our default energy or are we showing up in our sourced energy, right? Like uh, from our higher self, from the creator, from, you know, um, that higher vibration that's available to us. And it's, it's um, we can have a knowing that, oh, there's a different way out there, but if we're um, operating in our default system, we're not gonna have access to that way, right? And so the, all of this work and this certification and training that I received was really about um, learning how to, hold the space and the container for my client's transformation from default energy into sourced energy from a business perspective, but it, it, it impacts all areas of their life. Right. Right. So this is fascinating to me because I, I did it in a very different way. And, and, and my own awakening process was because I've had to go through so much healing in my life. So how did you come to your awakening that this was your calling? What was your great break moment? Uh, I would say there's been several moments. I feel like I've I've had several initiations Um, and the majority of it, I I would say I, I, it was happening all along, but really it wasn't until 
I said yes to being an entrepreneur. I said yes to, to owning my own business, that it really came to the surface for me. So my business literally has been a catalyst for my healing, a catalyst for, for really um, deepening my connection with, with source and my own, you know, my own gifts, my own talents um, beyond the ones that I already knew. And I would say that that really came to the surface for me a couple of years into my business where um, I start, when I first started out, I, I started a business called the story stylist and I was, I was helping entrepreneurs, coaches, coaches, healers, consultants, find the story behind why they do what they do, you know, help them find that, help them craft that, help them get that out into the world. And one of the things that I noticed going on is that a lot of the clients that were coming to me, um, trauma informed the, the creation of their business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So there was that piece. Um, and, and what was also happening for me in my business at that time was that, um, I have a, I I was a journalist. I was in marketing communications. I was a PR executive, you know, so, so story has always been part of my career. Right. And so I was coming at it from very practical strategic standpoint, Mm -hmm. um, you know, relying on my expertise. And yet what was happening was a completely different thing of healing when I was working with my clients on their stories. And at the same time, right, I have this business called the story stylist and I'm, and I'm helping people with their stories. And I wasn't telling my story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got called out. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I was telling story. I was yes. trying to tell other stories. So I didn't have to tell the story that I knew I had to tell, which is, right. which is really like why I cared so much about um, getting these amazing men and women who were, who really had beautiful messages and and beautiful work in the world, um, getting their stories out there is, is because I knew the pain of not being heard, not being seen. And that went back to my childhood. That went back to my childhood. I, I grew up in a very, dysfunctional, toxic family. Um, I, I later in my healing realized, oh, there was like emotional abuse there. Um, I was sexually abused. You know, it, it, there was all kinds of things going on there. And really how I learned to survive that and, and navigate that was to be invisible. That's so fascinating to me. And so when you were discovering that in your own awakening journey and the healing that you were doing, were you noticing how that was transferring to your clients or attracting the same energies? And and how did that, how did that help you expand in, in the business that you're doing? Yeah. So this was coming up for me in the form of, I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. Okay, so I was on the revenue roller coaster. Um, my clients would come to me, and we'd work on on their their story, their marketing assets, their their message, their positioning, right. all this stuff, right? And then they wouldn't go out and use it. And I was like, "What? What's going on here?" Right? <laughs> right? Um, and also, like, I need to make money. 
right? So, um, and it was so interesting because I I got to this point where I had this knowing. I I was like, I kept hearing, you got to tell the story. And I was like, no, not that story. (laughs) Right. Not that, why? And I couldn't logically, right? I couldn't logically make sense. Like, how is this even related to what I'm doing, right? But you don't know until you do the thing. And um, it got to a point where I was like, you know, I've got to make a decision here. I've tried, I tried everything else. And, And this is a little bit of my also survival pattern, also my MO. Like I learned how to get things, achieve things, receive things by performing. Yeah. Doing all the things, but I'm a recovering overachiever. Right. Right. Same. I got to put my hand up for that one. <laughs> right. And, you know, I'm sure people listening can, can relate to that. Right. And so that, oh, that was my default pattern. Right. I was going back to what I knew and it wasn't working anymore. It wasn't working. And I didn't know then that like, Oh, when it stops working, that's an opportunity to, to shift. Um, so it really got to the point where the only thing left was for me to tell my story. And I was like, I you tried everything else. Did you, did you go on a little, I tried everything else. I did. I I tried to think my way out of it, spend my way out of it, like all of it, do my way out of it. And it wasn't working. And I was like, okay. So one of, one of my things like, thankfully is, is that it would, it would have been more painful for me to not try it and never know if that would have helped than to let the fear of, of doing it stop me. Right. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, I'm like insatiably curious. <laughs> so, so that worked in that, that actually worked in my favor. I was like sick to death to share this story with my community, with my clients. Um, but I was like, okay, well, the, everything's lining up here. I was launching a new offering called inside story. I put together an email campaign and part of that campaign was me coming out with this, this story of like, I I get, I, I feel that pain of not being seen, of not being heard. And, and, and also like, I told my, my family what was going on and they didn't believe me. Right. And so that, and being left to sort of figure that out on my own. Mm-hmm. Right. And trusting something. And did you have to trust another, I guess your intuitive knowing is this where the, you're breaking in your consciousness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that whole experience, I think that, I think I've always, you know, I was probably always born sensitive to energy, but really I got really good at reading a room and right. reading people in order to sit to, I, you know, that I, I, I told my family about that when I was 14 years old and I knew I was going to be going off to college, but I had to figure out, well, what am I going to do from here to there to, to make myself safe? Right. And, right. and leaning on those, those intuitive skills, like the abuse stopped, but all the, all the trauma from it, like I didn't get, I didn't get help until I was in my twenties. You know, I didn't, right. I, I, experienced a lot of healing through my entrepreneurial journey because then all of these these new um ideas and and these new people and these new resources were coming to me and I was like oh okay right 
Um, so anyway, <laughs> get back to what happened with my business. Yeah. Is that I, I came out with this story um, the month before I shared this story, I'd made like $14 and it, and that was also the thing that just, I was like, what the, right. <laughs> so mad. Cause it was like, Haha, you can make money, but it's going to be $14. And I was like, okay, that's it. I give up, you know, like, you know, the conversations with God, you're like, okay, okay. Right. <laughs> I give up. Um, and within three weeks of sharing that story, um, I had brought on three new clients. I had made over $7,800 in sales. And at the time in my business, that was the fastest and most money I had ever made. And I was like, oh, something. <laughs> wow. And was that the surrender? Do you believe that was that, the surrender? To that's, that was the piece where I surrendered. I was like, okay, this is, this is what, this is the message I keep getting. And even though I don't want to do it, I'm going to do it and just see what happens. And that really was my first, and I didn't get it then. I, I see it now. Right. But right. that was that, that first experience in my business of letting go of control. Right. And surrendering. Right. And do you, and so now you guide your clients through the surrendering process and you, can you pick up on those blocks? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Through? So so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the piece. It's like, um, you know, there's definitely a, a, a framework for transformation and surrender is a big piece of that, right? Like we make a, a commitment. I made a commitment to my business. I made a commitment to having a business, right. Right. right? And so sometimes that means I have to surrender to, well, the way I think that's going to happen might not actually be the way it's going to happen. And you have to right. get in that, into that surrendered state and rise into the new way. And that's exactly what was happening mm -hmm. at, at that time in my business. In order to get to the next level, I had to surrender the old way of being. I had to let go of right. control and trust. Right. And it's almost like our businesses become an entity in itself. It's like it has its own living, breathing life force that just starts yeah. to morph and change. And I've experienced that too. Cause you know, when God told me I had to be a tarot reader, I'm like, I don't want to be a tarot reader. Like, what are you talking about? Right. It's not my thing, but I was forced to go into it. My ego was so hardcore with that. Yeah. And then it changed in a completely, it's changing. Well, with this podcast, it's in a completely different way. So, um, Talk to me about some of the challenges that, that you have in regards to this surrender piece and with your clients, because I, I know for myself, like that kind of resistance, but I don't know, tarot reader, forget that. Um, and how you guide them and hold that safe container, because it's such a up and down all over people, people start to, I know for me, I start to lose my mind in certain mm -hmm. points. Cause I'm like, I had like you said, the control, because I was, you know, high up in business, I worked in government. So it was very, you know, one way of thinking, like, I, I literally had to watch my mind break. Like how, how do you hold that girl? Tell yeah. me. It's, I hold it with the help of source. Like it's, right. it, it's, it, so part of, a part of the work too, is like, it can feel like a lot if we feel like we're the only ones holding it. Right. And so it's, it's really 
um, creating that container where you trust that, okay, you know, this person's higher self, my higher self creator is part of this process. And there's a, there's a tendency, I think in our society in general, and there's a tendency, especially in the coaching world, um, to lean towards the, the quick aha, the quick epiphany, uh, the quick, quick shift. And it's like, it takes time. It takes energy to integrate those things. Right. And so when you're saying like the surrender piece, you might have to come back and surrender a few times. You might surrender once and then, and then you're kind of going back into your old ways of being. And so having a guide like, like you are right. Like having that guide there to just hold the space and not beat you up because you've, (laughs) you've gone back to the old way of being, but to know like, it's okay. And you can change it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, a, it's not about judging yourself. It's not judge. It's not about judging the client. It's like, no, this is, this is, be, this is the human side of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're changing the coaching world here because I've dealt, I, I, I kind of shied away from hiring coaches. I love that you're bringing this up, Gail, because mm-hmm. it was always a quick fix. And I had so much trauma. I remember working with this one coach. I paid an obscene amount of money. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't hold that space because I kept going back into that pattern. And I kind of gave up in that world because it was always like, make that 5k for that month, do this, then, and it was so sales pitchy and, and whatever else. And so how you are very different. I know that like in your energy and everything that you're talking about is very different. So how do you, cause I, I feel it's a, it's a very difficult place to be in that energy, in the coaching world, doing what you're doing and changing that it's it's changing the dynamic really, because it does take time to heal. It does take time to invest in yourself instead of finding those quick fixes. Like how are you rectifying that in yourself and going up against that kind of energy in in the coaching world and bringing new entrepreneurs out? Yeah. It's, I love that question. And it's interesting that you're asking it because I'm, I've been feeling that a lot lately, like this seeing, and this is for my own inner work too, right? Um, In order to hold that space, I I have to do my own work. I I have to be in my sourced energy. And and I go back into my default patterns. Like I'm not, it's it's not about being perfect. It's it's about that progress and that intention, right? Um, And so in that inner work, like I am noticing more those things of like, mm, this is not mm. <laughs> like, I'm not, I, I'm not on board with a lot of the the things that are going on in the coaching world. And I have a, li- it's really interesting. I, I've been sitting with this piece because there is a piece of me that I'm recognizing, like this is fresh off the presses that I'm recognizing is, is that I'm a, I'm a truth teller. But I've had I've had experiences where that got me in trouble, and I've right. been, so I hold back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm kind of on this precipice of like I, I see things in this industry that um, are not supportive to clients, and am I going to 
am I going to speak to this? And I'm, and I'm feeling called to, to speak to it more to really call it out more. Um, haven't quite gotten there yet, but, <laughs> but I'm working on it. Right. Um, so how I've been dealing with it is like, I, I'm just, I'm going to do my thing. You know, I'm going to be true to myself. I'm going to serve at, at my highest and best for my clients and, and, and not necessarily worry so much about like all the other all the other people out there. And, and there's great coaches. I've had, I've had bad coaches, yeah. had great coaches. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and part of it is like really aligning with what feels true for you and doing your work in the way that feels true for you. And that, you know, is supportive for your clients and like that in itself can make ripples. Right. Right. Like Definitely. just showing up in that. And then sometimes there are times where you, you got to call things out. I mean, I know, Raina, you, you're, you're like, I watch you and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> just calling it out. Right. It's, it's difficult though, to be that kind of leader. And um, in your introduction is, you know, the light workers and the new leaders of this earth and the truth telling. And yeah. when you're button heads against, when you have that kind of calling, God gives you that gift that you're able to see a pathway or you're able to see the alignment of how spirit is guiding, how God is guiding you into that. Um, it's such a passion to, that you feel inside where you got to ignite that. And so how do you keep that going? I know it's a falling down. I know it's a getting back up. I know it's, you know, what have you been able to do besides just doing your own work? And I don't know. I feel like there's some listeners out there of like something tangible of like, you know, do I have to set boundaries with those things? Do I have to, you know, pray more? Do I need to, what are some of the things that you do for yourself and for your clients that can keep that passion going, that keeps God in the forefront of being that truth teller? Yeah. I love that question. Mm. I think it, I think it really is different for everyone. And, and what I can share about my experience is, um, connecting with source. I connect with source every day. Right. Right. I mean, that, that is, it wasn't always that way in my business, but I I've been literally doing that for like every day for two, three years now. And, it, and it's made a world of difference, right? Learning to quiet your own mind, quiet the, your own inner chatter um, and really tuning in. And learning how source communicates through you. I mean, for me, it's through my body. I, I see things and I hear things too, but but really yeah. it's through, I, I'm a, I feel things, right? I sense things. Right. Um, and so the more you cultivate that relationship with source, the more you start to trust like, oh, I'm actually safe. Right. I'm safe here. Uh, the more you get the clear messages, like, oh, okay. Even if you go to that place of like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> right. But you, I know. Right? you, so you pray about you. Ask, okay. Well, I hear that you're wanting me to do this. I need a little strength here. I need a little support here. Right. And so it's like that conversation with God really is a big piece of it. 
Um, bound- you, you mentioned boundaries. Oh, God, I used to think, I used to think, oh, I don't, I don't have a problem with people pleasing. I don't need to set boundaries. Like I'm fine. Like I know how to say no to things. Uh, like, hmm, it's a lot deeper than that, right? Right. It's so much deeper that than that. And being clear about what you're available for and what you're not available for really helps you stay true to your path, even in the face of no agreement. Right. Right. That, right. that also gives you a claim of your authenticity and your connection to source. I have found for myself is the more that I stood in that, I was able to get more clarity for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so is this what you do in your retreats? Talk to me about your retreats. Then. Yeah, Why? This is, this is some of what clarity. I do. Sure. Yeah. 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 Tell us about that. Yeah. So I would say my retreats are like part part personal development, part uh, spirituality, part strategy, really, right? Um, So, and no retreat's the same, right? Because I I go, it it depends on who's in the room, right? And so I feel into, okay, what is it that they're, I don't do blueprints. I don't do I have a framework that I use, but I don't, I don't do formulas. It's like, I'm going to tune in to who, who is, is in the room, where they're at personally, professionally, what's going to be the highest and best for them. You know, there's a theme in a, in a, in a unifying, unifying concept, right? Like I had a, a a visibility breakthrough retreat, right? So we're going to be working on visibility, but how that comes out. There's a little bit of like trusting, right? Right. Um, so, okay, just some tangible things like, um, you know, we set intentions. Sometimes we use oracle cards. Um, we have different exercises. I, I'm not about like throwing lots of content at people. I don't know if you've ever been to, to events like that where it's just like information, 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 information. Yes. And then pitch with Hay House. Yeah. Hay House. Oh God. I was just too much. Yeah. Right. Right. It's, it's like overload. It's like, no, that's not how, um, it's just one model. I don't even, I'm not even necessarily knocking it, but it's like, I I want people to, to come in different, uh, leave differently than they come in. Right. And so it's really around transformation. It's really about reveal, helping them reveal those truths that they, that they can't see, helping them reveal um, the limiting beliefs or the patterns that they're so used to that they they don't necessarily even recognize. And so that happens through through conversation, that happens through um, more esoteric things like meditations or visualizations. Sometimes I bring in other other colleagues who can, do their magic, so to speak. Right. Um, and, and, and then there's those practical pieces, right? Because I work with business owners. So they, they, they want to know like, okay, I, I'm in this new energy. Now, how do I show up? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I, what are my next tangible steps in that? Right. 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 And I found that I have, I love that you're bringing this up because um, with the ayahuasca retreats, it's very intuitive, right? If I find that when people show up, 
they're all linked somehow. Like people mm-hmm. have had past lives together. They drink the medicine. Then all of a sudden they realize, oh my God, you were my mother in a past life. And they link, like, do you find these amazing kind of yeah. synchronicities in your, yeah. Oh, I'm, getting chill, I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills because I just remembered. <laughs> yeah. So this, this visibility retreat that, <laughs> that I, that I was just talking about, there were two women in this retreat named Sherry. <laughs> okay. okay. And they, each had, they did not know, the only way that they knew each other, they were just meeting at this retreat. They had so many synchronicities. Like they, they had connections to, you know, one of them was, was from, was living in one place. Um, The other one was living like on the other side of the country, but they had a connection to where one of them was living. And then they, they had like connections to people right. in their lives, but they didn't even know each other. Wow. <laughs> it was That's like, they were meant to be there. Exactly. They were meant to be there. They were meant to meet each other. Um, so yeah, that does that. And that's, I love it when that happens. Right. It's like, I love it too. Not, there's nothing by accident. Yeah, definitely. It reinforces too about there's something greater than ourselves that are, that's driving this, you know, it's not just our minds and us and how we think it's going to play out. It's almost like when those pieces start coming together, it's like, oh, and I find it's surprising because it's almost like I find you have to look back to realize how it's actually come together. And you're like fighting and you're kicking and screaming. You're like, why was I kicking and screaming? (laughs) When I like, that's actually brilliant and how that unfolded. Right. So you've come to those conclusions. What What is the tangible outcomes that your clients get when they come and work with you and they do retreats with you? Are they able to have that review back? Are they having, you know, tell us about the change, yeah. how you, how you see them in, in the work that you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like a lot of my work is really helping them connect back into who they truly are. I mean, that is, you know, I, I talk about visibility in business, but it's like, it's like showing up and claiming space in your life. It's, it's not just about, you know, uh, being omnipresent, being all over social media, being it, 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 that's not, that's not even like, that's the tactical piece of things. These are people who are, are my clients, like they're, they just feel so much more grounded in who they really are. And that changes the game. That changes that they, they just, you can physically see I've had situations where we'd wrap up a retreat and one of the participants got stopped on the road on the way back to her, her hotel room and she got stopped by a, by an older woman and she was like, you're just so radiant today. You're just so beautiful, like some stranger, right? Because yeah. she had had this shift from that heavier energy, the, the, the doubt and the, you know, the, all the things that, that we yeah. have to grapple with. Right. She had that shift where she, she felt lighter. She, that light was actually radiating out of her yeah. and people noticed that and it's a different 
when you can get to the place where that happens. And so this is the the thing with retreats, right? Like it's one thing to do that in a, in a container that's set up for that, but then you got to go back into real life. Right. I have found that. It's like, <laughs> why am I back here? Right. So having that, that support for inter- integration is, is important because you're going to go back to the old way, but she, you know, she, is showing up differently in her, in her life, in her business, with her relationships, you know? So those are the kind of, kind of, I've, I've had it happen with, with several clients where they're like, oh, like there's this thing that's going on with my family. That's always been going on with my family. And then they show up to it differently right. and it shifts the dynamic in their family. So, and it's the same thing. Like they show up differently with their clients and it shifts the dynamic in their business and the relationship with their business and with their clients. Um, So it's not just about getting out there and getting, you know, getting seen and heard. I mean, that's a really big, important part of it, but it's also like, they're just, my clients are showing up differently to life. They're showing up more in their authenticity. They're showing up more in their, in their vulnerability. I, I work with a lot of people who are armored up because that's how I was. I didn't want anybody to see me be vulnerable. I didn't want to ask for help. Like that's a a part of my initiation too, right? Like learning how to be vulnerable, learning to ask for what you need, making your own needs matter. It's so, it's so much of that. There's so many, there's so many marketing coaches that don't even touch that. You know, it's all about the strategy. It's all like, like you were saying, like, you got to meet these goals. You got to, it's like, that's the, that's the masculine and you need that. You need yeah. that in business, but that's the masculine model, right? Like, yeah. and it's not balanced with that feminine side. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I, I love all of this that you're bringing up because it, it touches on that law of attraction piece, right? How you're holding that energy, like your clients are holding that container. They're, they're, they're transforming that they come into that feminine piece of receiving and attracting right? So this is even changing that spiritual new age kind of, you know, um, where we've been with law of attraction. Um, It's changing. We needed it from where it was at at that point, but I believe it's definitely in coming into this type of surrendered and attracting so that the pieces come to you. So I want to um, go into that a little bit more about how that's transforming your business, how you are now attracting and shifting and taking all of this, changing people into their own businesses and that law of attraction piece. And um, we're going to take a quick break before we get into that, because that's a little meaty. And I want to get more into how you are changing and progressing. So yeah, we'll be right back, guys. In the Great Break podcast, a podcast you don't want to hear. Just hold tight. and We'll be right back. Hey, guys. I do these little breaks in between so I can just amp up our guests because I truly want to leverage the change makers of this world. And so if you are making your mission a priority and you want to work with Gail and you really want some formal support, book a visibility breakthrough session with Gail. That info is down below at gailnowalk.com slash forward slash work with me. She, uh, I can't say this enough, guys. The people that are here making these changes on the planet, they're here 
to leverage you because they've already done a lot of the work and so I would highly suggest finding your mission finding your purpose finding what you're meant to be doing here because Gail's already walked through that with her own business and we're going to get into more with that so you can uh, book a call with her and there's me coming into working with me I'm going to highly suggest you take a look at my website and all those things I highly catalyze my clients I'm able to pull down your Akashic from a high point access point but not only that I created this podcast to shift and give support and to change the mind patterns that we've all been conditioned in you know our societal values and things that have happened to us as a collective is changing in a big way and if you are dedicated and doing your inner work and wanting to get your voice out there hit me up send me an email fill out an application form you can get on the show i really want to leverage you just out of three shows we have hit over 500 downloads which is at the top 10 percent of podcast new podcasts so yeah let's get back to the show guys that's all i wanted to say welcome back guys to the great break podcast i'm rena wells and i'm here with gail nowak and she is a i gotta go back to my notes here because i i I care (laughs) my my mind right now Um, Because I'm so fascinated with this conversation that we're having. She is, where where did I put this? Oh, yeah. She is a Sage Sensation Retreats, the creator of Sage Sensation Retreats and a certified source trademark leader, which we talked about in the first half. You guys got to go back and listen to that if you're just catching this on a whim here in, in a short that I'm doing. And she's also a transformational visibility coach. She's guiding the next wave of healers, light workers, and new earth leaders to expand their visibility and impact their mission that they're here to create a life and from their soul's calling. And I absolutely love that because um, that's what uh, we're both doing. And, and we were just leaving off with that law of attraction piece and how we are creating that life. You know, we're creating the life that we want. Um, not necessarily what society says that we should be doing. And so let's get in the meat of it, girl. Let's get into that and talk about this law of attraction, the alchemy, the magic that you mm-hmm. tap into with your clients to create this new path in life for them. Yeah. So law of attraction. So interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so interesting. Um, I was introduced to that concept pretty early on in my business and was really into the whole like manifesting. And it's so interesting because I I was manifesting things before, before even understanding what was going on. Cause we do this, right? Like we either manifest by default or, or we're being very intentional about things. Um, so I started learning about Abraham Hicks. I was introduced. Actually, this was before I started my business. The, the secret came out. Yes. Um, I was working for a PR agency, a boutique PR agency with a husband and wife team. And they were, they were, they introduced me to a lot of these concepts actually. So that was, that was interesting. Um, and so I was kind of familiar with, with the concepts. Right. Um, 
but not really understanding the the deeper layers of like, well, you're you're going to bring into your reality what you're a vibrational match to, right? And right. so I think that the the concept of law of attraction, because it's been commercialized, right? The thoughts become things. Thoughts become things, right? And so we think we can think. Yes. It's part of it's part of the process. Yes. Right. But it's really it's so much deep. There's so much more going on there. There's a if you have a desire, it's like, okay, what is this? What is this desire about? Right. And, and yes, using your thoughts, using your your words. But then you also have to become a match. <laughs> you got right. to work with your energy to, to be able to call that in. And I feel like for for me, there was a there was a time where like just thinking it and it would show up, but that did that didn't work anymore, right? It's kind of like what was going on with my business. Oh, the, the old way of being didn't work anymore. Um, and so what I've what I discovered in my own um inner work and my own healing was like, I don't know how to receive. <laughs> yes. I know how to go out and get stuff. I know how to get things done. I know how to achieve. I know how to take the action. But learning how to trust that I could receive. And that's a very, that's leaning back. That's not, that's not leaning in. That's leaning back. I mean, so there's so many messages out there that are very confusing, right? Lean in, lean in, lean in. Not always. That's true. Right? So it's. It's really um, what I discovered for me is that I had to be really intentional about what is it that I want to call in. I had to be really intentional about what is the energy that I am in. uh, What is the energy I'm available for? What am I not available for? And then connecting with source to know when to act. And then leaning back and receiving things. And the leaning back and receiving is, is for me, because I'm a recovering overachiever, that's, the, that's sometimes the challenge. Because I got to tell you, over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of times where spirit was like, you need to sit down and just sit and wait, girl. <laughs> and I don't like that. I know. I don't like that. I hear that. I know. And, and I understand that completely, Gail, because in the whole other aspect for me with those concepts of law of attraction, it's very similar. I went through similar aspects. I was still with my husband at the time when the secret first came out and I was like, Oh my God, Jay, watch this. This is, you know, I can change my mind. And then I would forcibly in my head, just try to, you know, speak it into existence. Like if I believe it enough, it will happen. But I was so in that mind space again of like, yeah, I can make it happen. I can make it happen. I can make it happen. But again, is that, is that what you find with, with um, your clients and helping them transform into more of that attracted energy of leaning back? I love that you said that leaning in and leaning back. I never picked up on those, those words and words are powerful when you're listening to this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I see it a lot. No surprise. I see it a lot in my clients where they're really in their masculine energy. 
they're really in, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it, there's an imbalance. Um, having gone through that process myself. And now I, now I can really pick up on that. Um, and these are, I work mostly with women. Sometimes I work with, with men too. Uh, I'd love to work with more men. <laughs> I'd, love, mm, okay. I, I'd love to see more men like doing this work. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole other conversation. Um, but a lot of the women that I work with are, are very used to being in that. It's so funny because they, they, they are nurturers, they're caregivers, but the way that they're doing it is in a very masculine way. Right. And so then they have no experience with slowing down, being present, um, asking for what you really need, allowing that to come in for you. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, our, our timeline is not God's timeline all the time or exactly hardly ever feels like for me sometimes. Right. I know. I can relate to that. <laughs> right. Um, so there is, I'm definitely seeing that with my clients. Um, I'm, I'm helping them with that. And a big piece of it is like just helping them become aware of those patterns of like, well, you know, did, did you let your client know that this is what you need? Did you ask for this from your partner? You know, like really just kind of coming from a place of non-judgment, but also from a place of this is, this is what I see. Does that feel true for you? And then they're like, oh, <laughs> you're right. You're right. And it's like, well, what would it be like to just, you know, tell your kids, I need you to bring the groceries in today. I'm just not feeling, I'm not feeling well. Or I need you to make dinner. Like you can do this. You can do this on your, you know, just, it, it sounds like it's not related necessarily to their, to their business and their, in their visibility, but it, it's like how you are in one place is how you are in all the places. So, and I find like that mind too has to, has to flip because as you're saying that I'm thinking of my own kids, it's like, I had to learn how to, instead of being so demanding, mm-hmm. that distorted mass, like just do your chores, you know, <laughs> or like, I need help. I'm tired. Mom's tired. Yeah. And then recognizing honest. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like exactly what you're saying. This is how I'm feeling right now. This, I, 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 I don't know if you found this, but I feel like my, my kids have been some of my greatest teachers. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> right. It's like this, there's a whole life learning experience there. If you're open to it. Yeah. Right? It's not, it's not about like, Oh, I know better. And, and, and you got to do it my way. It's like, Oh, how are we like, what am I learning here from this exchange? Definitely. I would have my kids be like, you know, your partner is manipulating you, mom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Just a <laughs> but I want to, they really are our greatest teachers. And I wanted to get into like that aspect of like the magic because children hold that innocence, right? And mm-hmm. so as you're doing this inner healing and you're healing that inner child, and we talked about this at the beginning of the of your show and um, have you witnessed what is, you know, this magic? I know people talk about magic, but in our world, we kind of relate to that as like, oh, I got the house. Oh, I got that car. Oh, I got whatever it is, but what is this magic that you unmask? Tell us about that 
vibrance and that frequency and that is what you bring out in your clients. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it can be, it can be the physical tangible things, but it, it's right. so much more than that. It's so much more than that. It's like, it's like feeling that feeling of being alive and being vibrant and being connected and, but also the, your, your innate gifts, right? And so part mm -hmm. of my work is really helping my clients understand their innate gifts. And, and this is work that I did with my own coach through my certification. And she's got like a whole um, framework with specific magics. Um, yeah. And like I was saying earlier in the, in the show, like the way that I, I receive um, divine inspiration is through my body. That's part of my magic. Like I sense things, yeah. but also it's like my compassion, my ability to yeah. hold that, that space, that safe space. Right. And so yeah. those are two of the, two of the things um, that are really present and up for me in, in like my, I don't spiritual gifts, however you, I call it magic, spiritual gifts, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, my ability to see pattern, like I, I can walk in a room and I can spot like the, the unhealthy behaviors, right? Like right, I, right. it's just boom. It's just right there. Right. Like, ah, uh, okay. So it's you, it's actually, instead of shutting those things down or, mm questioning those things or like what I did for so long was like, oh, well, that's just my, that's keeping it in a silo. That's just, that's just how I am personally. Like that, that's not relevant to business. Like, mm, that's what makes the business. Right? right. And, and really bringing all of you into that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so helping my clients become aware, um, you know, some, some of them, their magic is through their expression or, or what they're, they're, they can see vibration or they can hear vibration or, you know, they can channel, right. they can, you know, all of that right. stuff. Um, and really, um, some of them are already there doing that in their business, but a, a lot of my clients like came from more traditional backgrounds. Right. Right. And right. so it's, it's like, can you, can you really do that? Can you really bring right. these worlds together? And it's like, yeah. And it's so much more fun. <laughs> yeah. I, that's the thing is like bringing those. That's what I was going to ask you is bringing those two worlds together. And like, I told you, like, I was so in that mindset of business, business and the old paradigm of how we've done those things mm -hmm. and trying to break my mind into like, you know, like tarot and doing all this ayahuasca stuff or whatever else. It's like, how, how, and I, that is the magical part that you're talking about there is how that comes together. So can you give us some examples of, you know, how those two worlds have merged? Can you give us like a client's example or you don't have to name names or anything, or can you give us like, even we know how you've come to that. Yeah. Um, or even how you see that progressing in your clients and like merging those worlds, because it's, it can be such a, contrast and I know that our listeners are like well I work in a bank like how am I supposed to do mm. I, you know how am I supposed to be like uh I want to be a hula dancer or something how do I go from a bank to like dancing and you know what? yeah yeah I love that example because it, it I mean I used to have have the same thinking right like I used to I used to think well like I want to um 
really have an impact on the world, right? And so how am I, how am I going to have an impact in this job that I'm doing now? Um, and that was right for me. Like that was, that was the right question for me at the time, but, but hindsight, right? Like looking back on it, now I can see like, you can, whatever you're doing, you can show up in your magic, right? So you talk about the, the bank teller. Well, you know, how, how can you use your compassion? How can you use uh, your ability to recognize patterns, to connect with that person on the other side of the, the window in a different way? Right. right. Like, how can you make a, an impact in that? How can you make that person stay better? Like, it can be as simple as that. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that, like, okay. I mean, it's one thing if you want to, if you're like, I'm in a bank and I want, I'm a bank teller and I want to be a hula dancer, that's a totally different thing. <laughs> but if you're in a more traditional role, it doesn't mean that you don't, you don't get to play with your magic in that role. Right. Mm, right. And, you know, so for my, my clients, um, I have a, a, a client who, man, she's, she's just been through it. She's been through it and she's an amazing spirit and she's so resilient. And she had a quilting business when we first started working together and she's worked with me over, over the years, it, you know, and it's been wonderful because we're both evolving, you know, we're both right. in different places. And so she worked with me on her story first. Um, but most recently, you know, she's, she's like, I really want to talk about mental health and I really want, cause that's been her journey. You know, she had, she suffered significant losses and struggled with mental health. And she's like, I, you know, what she's doing now is removing the stigma of, of mental health, but she's doing it through her quilting. She's, oh my God, that's amazing. Right. Like she goes and she speaks to quilting guilds about mental health and how quilting saved her, healed her. <laughs> you know what I mean? That storyteller in her, that, wow, I'm getting chills with that. That's brilliant and beautiful. Right. Yeah. And it reaches people in a completely different way. It's not just a hobby. It's healing. For her, it was so healing. It took her out of a dark place, gave her purpose, right? And so she's like, it, it, my my story isn't just about quilting. My business isn't just about quilting. Her, I mean, her, I, I, I see it one way and I don't want to necessarily speak for her, but but, yeah. but really she's shedding a light on the stigma of mental illness and like, yes, ther therapy was a part of her healing, right? But mm -hmm. talking about working with your hands, being in community, mm -hmm. creating something as part of that healing process as well. Right. I love that. And that totally bridges the gap. You can see just like if, say, if she was a bank teller, she could, you know, move into something else because of finding those tidbits of herself, like you were saying, and changing in herself and how that helps other people and attracting what she needs to attract. That's absolutely so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So beautiful in the work that you're doing. And, you know, we're coming, we're coming to the end of this podcast, which is like, oh my God, I can't even believe how brilliant this has been. Like, thank you so much. I, I want you to tell everyone out there, where are you going? How are you seeing things shifting? What is it that you want to see happen with all of these new leaders that you are 
you know, I see you as the mom, I'm bringing them in and, you know, taking care of them. And then like, okay, guys, out, out you go into the world. Um, yeah. 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 I love it too. How are you? How are you progressing in the next steps? And what do you see? Yeah. yeah it's th- that's a great question. Um, and, and there's a little bit of, uh, <laughs> you're, you're stumping me a little bit because I do have, I mean, really the thing that, that is pulling me forward is that I, I have this dream. I have this vision of a world full of, of happy, healthy, loving souls. I, I really, I, I really do like that's, and, and maybe, it, I don't know. I don't know if it, if it totally seems to connect, but in the work that I'm doing and and it's through the lens of business, there's so much learning to love yourself in that process. Right. And I know we need contrast in order to grow and, and expand. And it's not really about eradicating everything, but if everybody was really doing that inner work and really learning to love themselves at that deep level. I'm not just talking about the, the super, I love the soup. Don't get me wrong. I love the superficial stuff, right? Like I love the spa day and all that stuff. You need that too. Me too. Yeah. Right. But really at a deep level, like really loving yourself. If we were all loving ourselves at, at, at a deep level, how different would the world be? How different would, and then we we're talking about that. We're actually expressing that we're actually having that that's normal in our conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of gossip and judgment and, and, and all of those things, or, you know, maybe those things still come up, but then we're like, Oh, wait a minute. What, what are we doing now? Why are we, why are we going back there again? Like, like, how do we lift each other up? Let's, let's just, yeah. so it's, that's kind of the bigger picture for me is like, how do we, and for me, like the new earth leaders, like we've already been doing that. Right. It's it that's that's what we've been called to do is to really start to make that part of the the normal conversation, right? These concepts that have been suppressed for so long. Yeah. Um as far as like my my business goes, it's like that it's more retreats, it's more, you know, small group retreats, private retreats. Um, one-on-one coaching. I'm, I'm trying to keep it very simple. <laughs> I don't like to complicate things. Right. Um, probably more speaking for me. Um, we'll, we'll see how that kind of. I think you're a great speaker. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of speaking to, for for my business. You know, to to meet clients and 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 calling clients, but really speaking at a different level. Like I want, I, I just feel called to kind of talk about the challenges that we're seeing in the world and like how doing this kind of work instead of kind of all the externals can set the foundation for the externals. Right. I love that so much and everything that you're saying and the work that you're doing and your higher vision and how that guides you in creating that peace and harmony and how people can find themselves through, you know, the entrepreneurial aspect that, that you're bringing to the planet. I think it's really beautiful, Gail. I, I highly suggest anyone listening to go and work with Gail, because I mean, if, 
people can find their purpose and their reason and they have peace in that. Yeah. That's going to just attract more peace. Like they're saying, you know, we can create a world that people are doing what they love, being who they are, being seen, like what you're helping your clients with. And then it creates like a new network, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Just give us, take, take us out. Just anything you want to say to the viewers, anything that you want to share. I mean, it's, I love this conversation so much. You're an amazing soul in what you're doing. I thank you so much with what you're doing. Yeah. 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 No, this has been awesome. I, I, I love it. And, and I think that the thing that I would, would love to leave the listeners with is, is it's like, no matter what you've been through, no matter the choices that you've made, right. You're, you're a child of God. Right. And so you can find that love through connecting with God. I mean, that's really, that's, that's, I'm like the least likely person to even be talking about this because I spent so much of my life in, in a self-loathing place because I was taking on all of that outside other people's stuff and the wounding. And it's like, I really believe, you know, we're all in different places on our journey, but no matter how much wounding that you have, there's a path out, there's a way out. And, and it's, it's like, it's going to sound so corny, but it's like bet on yourself and ask for help, right? Whether that's asking for help from God, whether that's asking help from family or from therapist or whatever, like you suffering is a choice. You do not need to make that choice. Yeah. It's so powerful. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm going to cry. This is so beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I was going to all choked up too. I think that was channeled. I was like, what, where is, what, what are the words coming out of my mouth right now? <laughs> That's a higher self coming through. I love it. I love it, Gail. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your beautiful wisdom with the world. And uh, I would love to have you back some, at some point. And um, yeah. Thank you guys so much. This is a great break podcast. You guys take a look at Gail. All her info is down below. Hit her up. She's amazing. Um, and we're going to come back and have her on the show at another point, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, thanks guys for listening. Take care. Namaste and love. Mm -hmm. Bye. Yay.